This is Joe Easy from Mount Peak Fitness. So we're going to be launching our podcast, and we want to start the podcast off with our first episode, an interview that we did with Ben Nephew back in uh, the winter of 2017. We were in the Catskill Mountains, and we titled it A Walk in the Woods. And basically, we interviewed Ben along the way as we were hiking up Blackhead Mountain in the snow. It was a beautiful day. You can watch the video we have over on YouTube. The link will be in the description, and it's also on our website. Here's just the audio, so you'll hear a lot of us crunching in the snow as we make our way up Blackhead Mountain. And uh, watching the video will give you a good understanding of just what you're listening to. But again, here's just the audio, and we hope you enjoy. So what are we doing today, Ben? Uh, running around in the woods, I guess. You're going up Blackhead? Blackhead and up Blackhead and down Blackhead. Today it's a balmy back 45 degrees back up. I think it's right here. As fast as known times on routes. What's your main, what's your motivation? Like, had constant effort the whole time when no one's chasing you. It's just, I mean, it's fun when you can kind of apply your training to a really hard um, trail that's uh, really fun to run. Like, it just, for me, I get a lot more pleasure out of running trails um, faster. Um, it's just, you know, for the really technical stuff, it's, it's really exciting, especially on the descents. Say, Devil's Pass. I mean, what are your thoughts? Is there a fear that ever comes into your mind? Are you just in a flow? Are you taking risks? Yeah, I mean, it's it's tricky because uh, with the really technical descents, if you take a fall, it's probably not going to be really worth it. Um, you know, because it's going to slow you down for the rest of of the of the run, whether it's from you know major injury or just the fact that you're you're now so tentative. So you know the the thing is, you kind of have a few close calls and you modulate your pace based on that if you're not having close calls you kind of increase the pace until you know you're you're on the edge but on the on the right side of the edge you have maintained if your longevity in the sport is almost unheard of your consistency at escarpment um just everything that you do. Usually people have these high rates of success in the sport, right. then they get injured and they're done. Or they're, you know, going to adrenal fatigue or yeah. life comes up. How have you been able to maintain this level of competitiveness and drive for all this time? I mean, I think uh, a lot of it, to some degree, has, has to do with luck. Um, I'm a... Uh, I'm not very injury prone, but I also am good about kind of catching things early um, and backing off. Um, honestly, you know, for most of my career, it hasn't really been a problem. Um, but to some degree, that's been because I've avoided things which cause the most problems. Like, you know, I used to do a lot more road running um, and that was, you know, I'd, I'd have problems with either, you know, calf tendonitis or um, hamstring strains. And uh, it was, 
it was tricky. It was even trying to balance like the road and the trail. That helped a lot, but it's kind of a catch-22. I've always had a, a somewhat moderate mileage level and focus more on quality, mostly for you know time between balancing work and family and running. So, um, I mean, a lot of my friends that have had major injuries, you know, it's been, they got into a period of mega mileage and um, it just kind of resulted in some long-term injuries that were hard to, to kind of work out. Um, and then in terms of, you know, motivation, to some degree, I mean, and you see this in other sports. Um, I mean, I've, I've kind of changed interest to maintain the, the novelty. Um, you know, I started out traditionally road running and then uh, got into trail running and then increased the distance. So, um, and then there was, you know, getting into FKTs, which, uh, you know, has been really exciting. Um, because there's so many areas to explore there. And that's been over the last five years, the FKTs? Yeah, yeah, I mean, probably longer than that now. I think I think Kevin and I, I mean, it's probably like six, six or seven years. I think Kevin and I did the PEMI in 2011, something like that, so maybe 2010. That time still holding today? Well, not not that time, no. I mean, that's, that's uh, became very competitive. Um, so we uh, we ran oh, we ran just under low seven or just under seven, and now it's like low six, which is pretty wild to think about how much some of these times have come down. That and the um, uh, no, I mean I, I got I got it back. Adam took a big chunk out of my my FKT, and then I I managed to to drop another four minutes from his time. So, but that one and the, um, I mean, I think the Devil's Path, for, for my experience, is um, one of the, the fastest FKTs. I mean, I, yeah, I think I'd have a hard time doing that again. Speaking, uh, going back to like quality training and your training volume, what what is your training? Like how many hours per week do you actually spend training? You know, it's like, I, I mean, I think it was, you know, I always think about like Thoreau, like an hour of, you know, walking in the woods, good for your, your soul or whatever. And I've always found that, you know, my schedule, um, that's pretty much what I can fit in during the week. And then, you know, the weekend over the years has really, Kind of fluctuated for a while i was really depending on a lot of racing um like you know i wasn't really doing a lot of long runs it was mostly uh races you know once or twice a month and so i wouldn't really have to worry about um long runs now i don't i don't race as much and so it's a combination of you know long hikes with the boys with one of them in the pack which you know is a good effort, you know, or, um, you know, getting out on long runs um, close to home or scouting, you know, up on the, up on the long trail and 
getting out early in the morning. Um, but it's, you know, and that and it varies be, be, depending on my work schedule. Um, but it, I'd really awesomely like to get in, you know, an hour of day with pretty often, to, you know, definitely two solid workouts a week, very often th three, and then like a long run in addition to that. So it's, it's a lot of quality and moderate quantity, depending on, you know, I don't do, you know, the back-to-back -back long days. I never did that. Um, I always favored like one solid effort on the weekend for the most part. And I, uh, I probably have more of a, a problem taking easy days, um, especially if trail conditions are nice and, and the weather's nice. It's a real problem on nice uh, fall days. You have like several in a row where I'll have done like a tempo run and um, the weather will be really awesome the next day and like I'll do another workout um, and that'll sometimes turn into like a good three days in a row of, of hard workouts. Um, so it's kind of just like a, a continuation of my general running pattern. Um, you do all these crazy mountainous races, you must live in the mountains. Yeah. People struggle, you know, to find, like, I gotta, you know, find this hill or I have to do this. Right. So how do you have that power and strength to climb so well living in a flat area as what you used to do? Like, so your main training, your, your longest climb was what in your like neighborhood? Two, two, three hundred feet. Um, so it's a lot of hill repeats, which, you know, is, is more kind of going back to, you know, interval training rather than just putting in massive quantity. Um, and that's always, always worked for me uh, with, you know, with a combination of consistent, you know, training. You know, the last, like, couple years I've done Tammany. And w one of the challenges for the longer races and not having access to big hills nearby is the quad conditioning and uh, I think Tammany's been great for that in terms of just kind of preparing my quads for it's like you know once you finish Tammany and recover from that like your quads are good for the rest of the year like you don't really get beat up on the downhills after that so are you doing Tammany this year uh yeah I mean I, I think so and like I mean at this point I'm like dependent on them like I don't even like I don't even like to go in the mountains without anything with spikes on. Definitely in these conditions. So what's your go-to shoe? The, probably the um, the Arctic Talon um, for the really hard stuff. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Other than that, um, there's been a number of new models where, um, you know, I kind of like, like the... Um, the trail claws um, and I've been I've been liking those a lot if you know I don't feel the need for spikes never got into hocus huh no nah, it's too it's too high um, yeah I mean I just don't think they're like stable enough when you're on really technical stuff and I you know I mean I have pretty resilient ankles but you do a lot of mobility work for your ankles? No, I mean, it's mostly just kind of keeping up with technical trail running. 
just getting on an incline board with a with a moderate stretch for like a long duration stretch like 10 to 20 to 30 minutes um, and it seems like whenever I get away from doing that consistently is when things start to bother me so and you'll do it for like 20 minutes at a clip yeah just stay there and just, breathe just, and relax yeah, exactly yep and uh, my college coach got me into doing that and I used to think that it was just pointless um, but I had major calf tendonitis in college to the point of I mean I was I'm almost convinced it was compartment syndrome and I basically got over it with the incline board stretching so you'll do that at night or like after a long run yeah at night like that the guy yeah. going your your pace I would expect to hear an ass over tea kettle type of that actually reminds me at the Greylock trail a half marathon they used to run down the Thunderbolt ski trail which is this like black diamond backwoods ski trail they used to have collegiate races on and they they uh they hang glide off the top of it and so it's real steep it's like got like a genuine like head wall and i was chasing lee schmidt down um during the race down the down the thunderbolt so that's basically the last like two and a half miles of the race it drops like i don't know like two and a half i mean mostly about two thousand feet um pretty quickly and uh very quickly and i was chasing him down and i you know kind of did one of those where i caught my my leg on the back of my other leg and i did i it was so steep that i fell and i planted my hand and did like a handspring and landed back on my feet Holy and like and then like kept running down the trail that was um that was a good one what's your normal nutrition like though so when you're going do you have any kind of do you just eat normal or so you... i mean before i got into ultra running you know it's weird for like people training for a marathon to take anything with them like when i was with greater boston track club um you know to do a two-hour long run take something would be really silly so i mean that's i you know grew up doing that for years um just you know going out for two two and a half hours with nothing and so you kind of apply that to like a 50k or a 50 mile or something you know something four or five six hours long and you realize like you know you, sh you shouldn't need like a whole pile of calories so yep does coca-cola ever affect your stomach out there no no it's like i mean you definitely realize it doesn't when you know i'll finish a race like tammany and i'll look at like the enormous bread they have afterwards and i'll be like you know i'll just i'll have a coke so like after after the race like just for the first half hour so thanks for joining you can follow us over on our social media sites and we'll post when our latest episodes up but you'll also find tons of great race reports videos photos adventure reports fkt reports on our website and uh, you can head on over to mountainpeakfitness.com just all one word mountainpeakfitness.com thanks again and we hope you have a good day